Trying to find you I'm so stuck off in the street life I don't know what to do Blow the couple hundred thousand Blow it all on you Folk beating around the bush You know I get it you That's them late nights That's the trap mode You know after them lights off We gon' be smoke You jigging right I'm jigging too We blowing purple You know what it's do Seven days a week Got them all choosing Want to leave this place for me And if she wants a week To leave this place Be headed straight to the sweet Straight to the sweet Girls know I'm purple Blowing money Throwing seven days a week Got them all choosing Want to leave this place for me And if she wants a week To leave this place Be headed straight to the sweet Straight to the sweet I'm searching for me Realistic My presence magnificent I'm all about my pension is my money talk since we from stacking dirty money up to be a filthy rich and eating money is a crime i'm guilty to proving innocent swag magnetic attracting all the models if you swallow i'm gonna quench your thirst like a sprite bottle what's up to my haters hate to see me getting paper after a while crack a dime you can't keep up with my gators smoking perk throwing money Days a week, I see a fed round. I'ma have to keep shorty acting shy, but I need to pee. Nate B, baby, you know how I do. I grab all this in the rub on the clay too. Yeah, this will make a movie on the smooth till. I let you grab on my dress like Simon says. Special request, the spread list. I do, I do it, it so good, I gotta be your mess. Matter of fact, baby, your head's so good, it gotta be the truth, cause your head's so good. Purple blowing money, throwing seven days a week. Got them all choosing, wanna leave this place with me. And if she wants a week to leave this place, be headed straight to the sweet, straight to the sweet. Girls know I'm purple blowing money, throwing seven days a week. Shit, yeah, she gotta stop and go Like Ric Flair She know that I be cooling like a breath of fresh air I done seen her moving, she done see me cut the check Yep, asked about the movement of the hoodlums that I rep I told her I ain't a boss, I just be keeping shit in check And told her I ain't a baller, but my jumper hella wet And I'm shooting for the stars, but I jump straight to your neck Yeah, baby, it's black drag I bite you and bring you back Believe me when I leave my mark, it's a wrap She lay it down sweet like Hallmark, so I holla back Call me daddy when we one-on-one, holla crack purple blowing money, throwing seven days a week Got them all choosing, wanna leave this place with me And if she wants a week, at least
going seven days a week Got the moms choosing, wanna leave this place with me And if she wants to, we can leave this place Be headed straight to the sweet Straight to the sweet Straight to the sweet What's going on everybody? Y'all know what time it is, man. It's all in podcast, King Beast, here with Chaydog. Chaydog, what, what, what you wanna say, man? Shoot, shoot. You making you a good intro? Ain't been here in a minute, ain't been here in a minute, but shoot, you know, shoot, I'm about, I'm about, to, I'm about to change the name Chaydog. We're just gonna call me Road Dog right now. Road Dog. I mean all the time. Right, right. Midnight Rider, it don't matter. No, I prefer Midnight Rider. I think that's what we gonna start rolling with right there, because I'm the one to be rolling all night long. Right. Going from place to place, city to city, coming up with these stories and things to talk about to y'all. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I want to talk about first, one of the first things I want to talk about, but to me, what's that, Chay? No, no, road dog. My fault. Let me let me get that situated. Midnight Rider. Okay, I can remember that. And um, well, the first thing was I was I was in Dallas, Texas, a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. I don't know. I might have told you. I might have not told you. But uh, one of the guys who stormed the Capitol building. They caught down there. Mm. But it was funny how they caught him. <coughs> a man out in public <coughs> with a t-shirt on with Donald Trump picture <coughs> on it. And it said, I was there. And it said the date that they stormed the Capitol building. Damn. How dumb is that? Hey. I wouldn't get one of them shirts if I wouldn't know. The same shit. They're like these boys on YouTube telling them they there. So the same shit. Everybody want to get noticed about some bullshit when they can just sit sit there and there. And I ain't just sit down though. Like if you, I don't know. When did that shit get popular? Rob a rob a bank and go on Instagram and say, "Nigga, I got a hundred fifty thousand. What's up?" Yeah, and then three hours later or thirty minutes later, the motherfucker kicking your damn door. Mama, that's mm. first thing in my house. <coughs> I'm like this. I'm like, I mean, now that that's crazy though. I'd have laughed at his ass. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm like this right here. Bob Woodman got this song out. Right. It's called, well, it's song he had out. I can't understand it. That's, that's how I feel about stuff. I can't understand it. I mean, I like to make sense of it. Mm. I do. I want to understand that kind of stuff. Because when something I think happened, we I like, today too. people automatically assume, dang, boy, this, that, another, other, that. What was they reason? If they sit down and break down their reason to you, right? It'd be dumb as hell and that would make no sense. That or either it might have you to the point where, damn, it, it's not as bad as you thought it was, right? You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, look at it. I mean, selling drugs has been viewed as horrible oh, in the white community, right? They'll buy, hell, they even give them to you to sell. Oh yeah, but to be a drug dealer. Now, is now I'm gonna tell you, I have encountered some Caucasians, I guess. Um, now they start doing drugs or hanging in the wrong spots, and they feel like, uh oh, you can't come here no more. And, hey, they just some some loners now. They can't even go home. You know what I'm saying? Parents won't accept them no more. I'm like, boy, that's some crazy shit. For real. 
um, like they look at it like that. But then when they sit down, <coughs> I don't know. Now some of them might be saving their own life. But no. you know, sometimes you know you hear about these people killing their parents and some <coughs> shit like that. And nine times out of ten, guess what? <coughs> They killed them because they couldn't get money from them, or they killed them just to get the money. All stuff from drugs. But you know, I say that because that's how they do. Like in in a, in a not all of them, but the majority in a general. Yeah, yeah, they do. I but what you saying? They look at it bad, but they know black people. We can say other drugs. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, we will. Right, but. In my mind, it takes a special kind of breed to be successful with doing that. And you see more blacks doing that than. I'm talking about getting in the trenches the way they really got them in the line of fire. When I say in the yeah. line of fire, I mean in now the way you a, you a they really song? taking chances of getting caught. Yeah, you a now, beast song, <laughs> but them the ones that actually, they been there they whole fucking life just like us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But when, when they would sit down and talk to them, why did you sell drugs? What made you start doing this? And they break down and hear why? They don't look at it as being as harsh as they look at this. As they like what's called like you tell. I mean, they find out everybody ain't well, selling drugs. It started no off with I like to get high, and uh, all my friends come over. They like to get high, so I say hey, I'm buy enough for everybody <laughs> and sell it. Keep them from running in and out. Right. We yeah, all do. Hey, they do keep the traffic down. But um, stop over my goddamn door. But they find out and stuff, and they're like, oh <laughs> damn, okay. They just act like it's something you go out and apply to them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> there ain't no applications. It's just a matter, a matter if, you, if you got money to get whatever quantity that you can start off with. Yeah. The motor merrier, but hey, you, you hear about motherfuckers coming up from the dirt. I don't heard motherfuckers story people buying double ups and motherfuckers end up being damn kingpins before long. <coughs> and just like <coughs> I'm trying to remember the name, but I was, I was locked up about two years. I got my hands on this damn book. I'm trying to remember the dude, the author. But anyhow, he went to college and he didn't really have no no money to eat. You know what I mean? A lot of shit that he needed for college and he had money for him. So at first he used to just, you know, just get around pretty good by not having like books and, you know, certain stuff. Not eating for a couple of days or just eating this oodles and noodles all week. So he said he started running to this guy. He know always sell, sell weed. So he said, little and behold, every time he go past the guy, the guy wanted to talk to him. But he didn't really want to mess with him because he knew the dude was a street motherfucker. You know, he carried guns, he kind of crazy. So, time go on, he go ahead and get dollars and say, hey man, um, I got a hundred and something dollars. Can you help me grab something so I can be able to um, finish school? Because if I don't do something right now, I'm not going to graduate or get to finish. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of stuff I don't have for the, for the semester. So, uh, he got a, he got a, um, an ounce and a half at first, and he fucked it up. 
So he went back to the dude, he told him what happened and shit. You know, the people bust up in the dorm looking for drugs or they smell some weed or something or whatever the case may be. So he ended up getting a, uh, a 3.5. And then from that 3.5, this motherfucker was the damn multi-millionaire. So he went to prison and broke that book. <coughs> but he started his freshman year in college, and by the time he was a senior, shit, he was he was pulling up with Lamborghinis and shit, and the professors was trying to figure out what was going on. He ain't played no sports, none of this shit. He was just going to school. Matter of fact, I think he was trying to major in like business or, or whatever, some shit like that. <coughs> but <coughs> I said, I, I hear about motherfuckers getting 3.5 or a little double up and end up being a motherfucking Frank Lucas type motherfucker, you know? So it's all, it's all about not even the hustle, it's all about the uh, the business mind. Because people don't understand, no matter what the if it's illegal or illegal, if you take care of that business, I mean, that situation, like a real professional business, that bitch gonna take off. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I don't, I don't mean to change subjects, talk about nothing up there, but you said something about business. I just want to tell you, thank you. What is that? Because I would have never knew I could have got that until you showed me that. Okay. You know what that is? They glow in the dog. <laughs> With the goddamn mom, uh, money symbols on I see it. Okay. Boy, you hey. said that. You, said, I, you showed me that. I said, what? I said, yeah, I tried that motherfucker. I mean, rolling on that motherfucker glow in the dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was, huh? I was out of town. I, I, was out of, I, was in, uh, I was in Missouri. That thing came. My mama told me, you got some cash app? I said, uh-oh, my car. And that's one thing I wouldn't mind doing. I, I love the sightsee, though. I'm telling you. And Man, if I ain't know the damn truth, I just be imagining what the fuck you can see. I'm going to say this right here. <laughs> this is the deal I'll make with you. <coughs> I'm going to get my license. Straight now. <laughs> when I do, <coughs> I'm breaking down to Chris. Chris, I don't want to be a team driver. I want to be a solo runner for you. All right. You know, that's what I want. That's more money in it, though, right? Being a solo driver. Yeah, because like I put it like this. Like basically, I don't know if Chris was saying, but hear what I was saying. Right. But these routes, me and him doing the team. <coughs> I used to do them by myself. I remember you saying that though. I was doing them by myself. And I would go and come back in the same amount of time. Right. Maybe a couple hours later. But then again, it's just me. I'm doing all the driving. I'm doing the unloading. I'm doing the reloading. I say Chris just a lazy motherfucker. Damn. Now I ain't wanna I ain't wanna say it like that. I'm just nah. messing Chris. Just in case you ever listen to this shit, I'm just fucking around, man. I might wanna drive for you too, shit. <laughs> nah, but I ain't saying it like that. Right. But he lazy. No. Nah, that's the boss man though. Yeah, so that yeah, the man, man looking out for me because Chris do his best job driving too. I'm just saying, with me doing that, I realized how hard I was going for the dude who I was running like that for. Right, right, right. That, like, now, now you really understand. Because like, I used to always be like, what's you the team? What the team thing is, because when I was doing for the dude to do that, like I wasn't doing it good enough. Damn. I'm running at a team pace. Right. 
crazy. I'm bringing in team mileage. This is a, this, this is a, um, this is a, um, African American or Caucasian. Which one is it? He was colored. He was colored. Okay. <laughs> no, he was, he was. So he was all greedy, motherfucker. Man. See, I, I only asked because it didn't really matter. But see, my response to that, I'm, he he he, one of the motherfuckers that's um, he was he, he was born uh uh, uh in the twins one of them house niggas. See, he, that, that's a house nigga trait. You know what I'm saying? People just don't all of a sudden act like that. It's a gene in people. You say you, you remember on Django, right? If this is a simple way I'm not explain. You remember on Django, right? Yeah. He he showed you a scientific um what's your boy uh, what is it Brad Pitt playing that part Leonardo DiCaprio no Leonardo my, my fault Leonardo shout out to Leonardo but you my motherfucking dude Titanic hey that, he alright with me I fucks with him I ain't I ain't but like anyway, Titanic I I ain't either because I I know everybody was gonna die you know what I'm saying and then the main character that I fuck with that like but it's some bullshit why both of them couldn't live you know what I'm saying. But, but yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio pull out them two skulls, showing you scientific facts. With the house nigga in, in, like it's so embedded in them, like, like I say, it's a geno in them. You know what I'm saying? Even they skull uh, begin to shape different because they got a different type of thought process and a different type of treatment all together. You see what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. a different balance with them. So, yeah, that's just a house nigga trait, though. Oh, we still got another trait? Uh, okay, yeah, that's a house nigga trait to me. I'm sorry I don't know who that guy was, but, uh, hey, you, you my dog, and I got to tell it what it is, man. Shit, when you, you try, trying to ring like a damn slave, and then, worse than the motherfucker, other motherfucker, is you, you know probably what, used to work man, for. I'm going to tell you what. Saying? And this is a crazy thing, because somebody broke it down to me. Because, you know, when I was with the dude, yeah. it was like this right here. Like, this is how I met that first dude I was riding with. I mean, I was driving for him. Right. And I met him because my uncle had a buddy who was pawing for Metrolina. Yeah. He, he was on operator out there. And he's saying it's good money. But he telling my uncle that from an operator perspective. Plus, he knew the dude that I was driving for because they used to work together at a previous job. Right, right, right. We ain't going to say no names because, you know, that's something with the advertiser for him and we ain't trying to advertise for him. Mm -hmm. They ain't giving us nothing. We ain't giving them nothing. They say it like that, but and don't mean it in that way. It's just that, shoot, they got money. Yeah, it is what it is. They want, they, they want, they want, they want their names out of our mouth. Support the, support the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, they worked together a previous time, and I did. Oh, I, I did do what you told me to do too. For the um, the support thing, you told me to take it off the three nine nine. I put it on one nine nine. <coughs> <coughs> but I ain't set it up like that. Our sponsors did. So okay. shout out, shout out to uh, Spotify and shout out to uh, Anchor. All right. Um. So that was standard to them. You see what I'm saying? That was standard. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, I'm just um, keeping it real. So, like I say, my uncle was talking to his buddy because uh, 
he was telling him that, and then he was like, oh, my nephew need a job. You know, he been running with our other buddy, mm-hmm. who, and they all worked at that job together. He said, he been running with our other buddy, but he ain't been having much work for him. Right. So he told him, he said, okay. And then, well, actually, it wouldn't even have much work, man. It's, <clears throat> but I'm going to tell you, the slightest thing, if you got a small business, the slightest thing, I don't care how good you're doing. Right. The slightest thing will take you under. Yeah. And, and I say that because this dude had three <coughs> trucks. <coughs> he had three trucks. Mm. He had one he flat out owned. Right. And he had two rentals he was getting from Penske. Now, he had, <coughs> he was a solid driver. Right. He was getting his money. His, he had another dude that was a solid driver. They were getting the money. They were running strong, getting the money. The third, the third dude, he was like a slacker. Right. He wouldn't run hard like them. He like lay out. You know, he feel like he's supposed to do a run and just chill out for a couple days. Basically, he should have been a furniture driver. Right. Furniture move. He wanted to sit in town for a couple of days and do mm-hmm. with a job. But, uh, so they made up the slack that one, him. That's one thing I like about that job. Because I'm the type of motherfucker, like, that's why I, I told you, that's why I like to do construction. I don't want to see the same shit year in and year out. I'm good. Okay, if it takes three years for us to build this shit, I'm good with it because every day I come back, it don't even look the same. You see what I'm saying? I'm on a different motherfucker in my mind every fucking day because uh, either that's the why outside going to change or the inside going to change slightly. That's why, that's why I can't sit in the office. I can't deal with that. Being uh, a, I man, can't. That shit I, for the bird, man. That shit. My see, brother love that shit. People don't I can't, shape. That's why I can't, I can't do it. They don't need to be sitting still. People ain't made to really be sitting still. I got to be out and about seeing things and shoot. We ain't start off being hunter-gatherers just to sit sit still. I tell you that shit. So, so, but getting back to the thing about how I got to do, uh, so I went down there, what you call? He told me, he said, oh, well, you know Joe. I said, yeah, I know Joe. I used yeah. to drive with Joe. He said, well, I'm going to tell you, I'll be uncomfortable hiring you, knowing that you know. He said, did you tell Joe about this? I said, I ain't really talked to Joe. And then, so he was like, well, I don't know. He was under the impression that me and Joe was beefing. He was under the impression that me and Joe was beefing. Yeah. So he was like, I don't know what you and Joe got going on, man, but if you can get Joe to give me a call and let me know that he know about this before it go any further. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. Before I made it home. Well, did somebody told him y'all got into an argument? No, no, no. I don't know what they told him about. I, they say I was ride, driving with Joe. Most of the time, they'll figure it's something that y'all fell out about why you're not driving for him no more. But Joe didn't have that work right. like he had. And uh, so before I came, I went all the way down to York, filled out the application because he, he got his little company set up the way you got to fill out application and all this shit. Right. Even though he at work himself at the time he doing this. That man interviewed me while he was on the clock for another for a whole another job. What you mean? Huh? I said, what you mean? He worked for Metrolina Greenhouse and right. he had trucks that ran that he pretty much had 
uh, under contract to pull loads from Metrolina Greenhouse. So he mixed, like, both of his businesses was like the same in one almost. Right. Because Metrolina paid him for being an operations manager. Mm -hmm. Then Metrolina turned around and paid him for running loads. Two totally different checks. Right. He used to be coming away. That man used to be hitting him in the head for like he used to be hitting. At one time, I know he was hitting Metrolina in the head for thirty thousand a week. Damn. Driving. He wasn't doing shit. Damn. But setting up the jobs for his the trucks the dudes who driving for him to go on. He was hitting them in the head for thirty bands a week, man. Shit. On the operator. That's basically what he was doing, right? On the operator. He signed his company up. He hey, see, I be having to call shit out. Because when people... See, this is the thing about a lot of people. I guarantee they don't be wanting to, When they hear stuff or when they uh read... Don't, no, they don't be wanting to read the shit and then break it down. Some motherfucker be like, well, how you know when somebody talking, what is it, what exactly what they talking? Because I read. But I ain't, that's basically what he was doing, right? That's what that, that's what Metrolina hires on operators. Yeah. But if you got a small company, they'll let you come on and put uh have your trucks on, on, on standby. Like you subcontracting or something. Pretty much. Yeah. Like if you're on an operator, like you know you gotta find your own load. Yeah. You gotta have your own authority and all that. Or be under somebody's authority. And see he was so he was so sick with it. Yeah. I'ma tell you how all this man was getting paid all off of one job. And his job was the operations manager out there. He right. basically made sure everything fucking ran smooth. He made sure. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, though. Yeah. If we don't run smooth, your money ain't smooth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. check it out. He already getting that check from doing that job for, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm just shooting the number out there. Probably, probably about like, I'm going to say about 2500 a week. Right. All right, that's kid money, mm -hmm. basically. Cause now this was his real money fucking kicking in. It now keep in mind now he getting twenty five hundred a week. Twenty five hundred compared to thirty thousand. Yeah, that's kid money. Shoot. Look, look, look. Check yeah, it out. It's like going to, going to get a damn snack compared to that. Check it out. I'm I'm breaking down to you how this man got paid out there. I take my hat off to him. As a businessman, he's ratchet. I ain't gonna say he ratchet. I ain't gonna say he ratchet. He good. He is good. I'm finna say with shit. He good. I don't know. It's like he'll show you. He happy to be ratchet because if he was making thirty and was being ratchet, shit. Did it? Did it take or did he gain from it? That's what I. Oh, was that was his game. He was gonna win. If you oh, did, God. if you didn't, he didn't care. He would take from you to make sure he won. Okay. I'm talking about you as a worker. I, I, I know what you're saying. So, I mean... I mean, shit, they ain't want to make the load, though, though did they? Huh? They ain't want to make the load, though, did they? Who? Whoever he was, um, they didn't make the load. They didn't nah, run it. It's like, I'm going to tell you how... Uh, but let me let me, let me me break down how all the man, how the man got paid off that one job of being an operation manager. Mm-hmm. He, that's the that's the Metrolina job. I said basically that's just his that's just his insurance and and benefit shit. That's a benefit job. Right. And the biggest benefit is 
he get to pick and choose the routes for his trucks. He give he select the routes. He select what who go well. <laughs> he know drivers want miles because they get more money. Right. He can make that happen. All right. Now, first of all, he got his own trucks out there. Who you think gonna get the most miles? His motherfucking trucks. Now, like I said, just oh. on his trucks he had out there, thirty thousand. Then he had out there though. Three. Three. Each truck bringing them in ten thousand or better a week. I say thirty thousand. It's probably more than that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. All right. Now he was getting money out there. Then he turned around. People don't have the authority, but got their own trucks. He'll let them run under his authority for a percentage of what they make. So basically, he is okay. Yeah, you run under my authority, but I need fifteen percent. So that person go out there and they run and they make ten thousand, which he gonna make sure they do because that's more money he get. Right. He tell him he want fifteen percent. That's fifteen hundred dollars. Every week, how many people he got doing it? The pleasure of owning your own story, boy. Look now, he got he. I think he had three drivers like that, who mm -hmm. he just let them run under his authority, right? Which is basically like his insurance and his clean record. He had three drivers doing it. That's forty five hundred dollars right there mm -hmm. a week. Now we get twenty five hundred from the job. Thirty thousand from your own truck, forty five hundred from from people you let run under the authority. Let's come on around here. What did I tell you from the beginning? The drivers want miles because the more miles, the more money. Yeah. And why you got? Why you got to pay that man to get the miles? So that man might want ten percent of that. Once again, if you run a thousand miles, if you run a thousand miles, I mean, no, if you run ten thousand miles, he get a thousand dollars off every week. Why he got dog on five, six people doing that for him right there every week? And then that's outside his truck's period. Good God, man, you old really good scamming ass motherfucker, you. Pay like your way, baby. <laughs> now check it out. He is not responsible for your truck if it break down. If you run under his authority, that's your problem. You got to get that fixed. That's your truck. Matter of fact, I know him. He will take you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you done it. Now, so that's something. You know, the only thing he had to worry about is his truck. But his trucks are rental trucks. Yeah. He had to pay that fifteen hundred dollars every week for each truck, but them trucks bringing in thirty thousand. He got to put that two thousand in each one of them trucks. Them trucks bringing in thirty thousand a week. Two thousand every ain't really a, a hole in that though. For fuel, ain't really too much of a hole. You know you got to pay them drivers. Cause uh, the way I look at it, he secured that thirty with all the other money, and that was the fuel. That was that was just fuel and play money there. Mm. Man, dude, tell him, and one of the dudes who was driving, he, he went on ahead and 
his truck got fixed and he got back on the road. Mm. Uh, and he started doing it in his truck. Right. It's what's called. Oh man, it was a what's the air Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Hello, road dog. Let's go to commercial real quick. All right. Oh Lord. <laughs> You forget when well, you up there, these motherfuckers don't know nothing about that. So you saying what's up, man, to them like you? I'm damn near turning them to a fight. Right. I'm talking about you say what's up, hey, how you doing? What? Speaking and of me, oh. And I'm talking about, uh, hold on, not only New York motherfucker, but what's the other shit? What's the other shit? Damn. Boston. Boston, motherfucker. Rude motherfucker. Parts of Jersey. Oh, yeah. So, New York City win that right there. I mean, that northern, that whole northeast shit, I don't like none of that up there, man. Mm-hmm. Tell you the truth, like this. I mean, I everybody I don't met from Buffalo, they've been pretty cool, though. See, anything outside of the state of New York, I think it's all right. But, um, oh, it's a place called Bamington. That's up in the outskirts. That's like farmland right there. What's this right here playing, Chuck? I'm only asking because the listeners will probably be trying to look that up. You know. See, we don't do nothing but listen to that phone. Oh, you need a light back? I'm playing this right here because I know it's some original. I can't. You want this? Short. <coughs> nah, you good now. Hell, you like this one now. If you ain't already rolled up, get your shit together. Oh, we smoking over here. Like I said, as soon as I fade my little seed. Oh, man. Yeah, I can go ahead and put that down. We're like this one as soon as I fade my seed. Where I put the ass right here? I think I put it back down there, didn't I? I set it down. Oh. I've been saying it somewhere. You got it. Hey, you already know them life fucking my ass. You know what I do. Man, I wanted to play this shit at my goddamn special event, man. Check this song right here. Not really the old version, but you know who remixed it. I didn't get that chance. Hold on, who? I dreamed about that. Who? Who? Because you know where that beat come from, basically. You say who? Who? Who done it? Pimp C now. Man, who done it before them, though, man? We listening to it now? Who that? Oh, that's Willie Hush. That's hey, the man who really know, done it. I got the new school. You're going to have to go ahead and grab the old school. Yeah, now. man. But Sometimes see, I can no, remember. You know. No. But, okay. Look, okay. You talking about Pimp C now. I'm going to tell you who done it before them. And I'm going to tell you what. They weren't successful because I ain't here. You were a liar. It got to be real old then. Oh, so. Even if it's old, I would have heard it. I gotta do it now. Never fuck with that rub, uh. Listen to this. Hey, this is Willie Hutch to Mac. Gonna do a little something, something with 3-6. Oh, I have heard this shit. I have Don't heard you it. Get mad at me. I oh, said, I'm gonna play this. Hey, let that motherfucker ride. Lord, have mercy. 
Hey, no, I'm going to tell you what. You say you want to play something at your event. Yeah. I say, God damn, when I get mad, I'm going to invite all my wife's exes there. I'm mm. playing this right here. This right here going to be my song. Hey, this is Willie Hutch to Mac. Go do this. Yeah, I, mean, I do remember that. I had this motherfucking CD. How could I forget? Hey, look here, boy. What is But it's the vocals, though, that switched the beat for me. Every song he do though, that's pet. He gotta talk his shit. He make you wanna kill him. Everybody fuck with Pat now. I don't fight over hoes. I'm gonna make the steel hit you. Mm. Talking bad, turning down me. In your heart, really sad. Boy, you gonna crown me. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm hurt. <laughs> hey, make you wanna hurt me. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised he ain't been shot. Just off the song, though, man. Man, look. When you really like that, that shit show. Because you either staying in other states all the time, and even though, Bro, motherfuckers be connected because they gang bang right? too motherfucking much. You know, Memphis is a hell of a spot for that. But anyway, man, ain't nobody fucking with Pat, man. Nobody. A nigga tried to hit Crunchy a couple times, not a couple times, but, you know, they tried to hit Crunchy. That motherfucking nigga that tried that, he ain't hit no more. But he did hit him, though. He shot him dead in the face. I don't know if he got another shot, but shit. Shout out to 36 Mafia and Crunchy Black, DJ Paul, Juicy J, Gangsta Boo, Lil Chat, the whole Camp Posse Squad, Skinny Pimp, Coops the nigga. Lil White, Frazier Boy, in that order right there. Matter of fact, you know what I want? I want to uh, go ahead and get out the way. The fact we got these upcoming events. I'm not gonna get no specific dates right now, but I got my um, my my big cousin Ash Cash coming, doing the interview where she's a comedian. Shout out to Ash Cash, and hold on, who else I'm thinking about? My little cousin Lenny Goodson. He do the little battle rapping you know shit, that, right? you know. He a fool with it. He be spitting that thing. He coming through, coming yeah, coming through, do a little interview. I'm gonna try to get the, uh, his whole little camp posse to come, cause I was gonna rap the ass off. So yeah, he gonna go like that. Hey, that was in Mac Boney's, um Get ready for the uh, freestyle battle. Them motherfuckers had some old little jiggers with them, boy. I say, yeah, that shit got them look good because motherfuckers don't understand when you in the entertainment business, no matter what kind of entertainment it is, if you gonna be on the radio or goddamn 
on TV. Everything you got them walk through that threshold where every time you perform means something. And the more goddamn things you have that look like damn that shit pretty right there. A couple of little dudes with you that rap, you know, do your little songs together, do your little solo shit. Then you got your little wife with you. Don't nobody know who your wife is because you got about six, seven bitches with you, you know, and it looked real good. That shit sell. You ain't even got to uh, be no rhyming, serious motherfucking rapper all like that. As long as you got there, present yourself good, you, you good. Oh yeah, what you, did you let your cousin know about uh we trying to get him on the podcast too? See that's why I say I ain't gonna try. I'm trying not to get no specific dates with none, none of the names. You know, so you say what? <clears throat> nah, you know as of now, just cause we got so many sponsors, we're now a FM radio station and a podcast station. Like I said, y'all, just wait for it now. We're going to get that camera. And you say you wear a 2X uh, and shirt, uh, Travis? Yeah. After we done with the podcast, I'm going to show you the pictures of um, what we're going to get on the shirts and shit. It might be pants, too, but right now I'm just doing, uh, I'm just thinking, like, shirts. You know, if I can find some uh, good little pants to put them on, pants, too, and socks. So as soon as that camera come out, we got them have our little shirts. And our, what's your favorite color? Say green and blue? Gray and blue. Gray and blue. Shit, that almost like my shit. I like blue because I'm Aquarius and my birthstone uh, blue. You know? Let me see. I like all goddamn blue. Gray. Black. I like white, but I don't like when it get dirty. Oh, what you call khaki? Is khaki or cream? I like khaki too. Yeah, kind of look like both now. You know, you got the, what's that shit? What's the green pack? What the uh, green pack? Uh, chewing gum. Not bubble gum, but chewing gum. Yeah. You chew that? No, that's green. It's one that's like a pinkish color or a pinkish cream. Before you put it in your mouth, then you chew it up and turn it into it like a, like a pinkish cream or something. Hello, hello. Yeah, hard as she get dark. But it's like a catchy color, though. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, what about the Y'all need to watch out for a nigga hats, clothes, shoes. I got your motherfucking shit, nigga. What the fuck you gonna do about it? Fuck you, nigga. Did I miss anything, Chase? I said hats, clothes, shoes. And that's for the all-in podcast too. And I got um another apparel, luxury clothes and shoes. Goddamn, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, I showed you them shoes. Yeah, yeah. On this podcast right here, man. I want to say, uh, rest in peace, Black Rob. Already. Uh, man. Uh, 
sincerely. Yeah, I listen to I listen. To, I, 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 I I wasn't no fan fan, but I I listened to some of that stuff, man. That nigga had some yeah, deep music. Baby, it was more yeah, than baby. just that woke stuff. You mm. know, it was more. He had some stuff like that. The man had a scarred life, and he put that shit in his album, like story for right. real. You know, I kind of felt that. But then after that, it's like. He couldn't get that deep with me no more. Like, you know, after he got that out of his chest, that was like right. his best work. And I always say that. See, that's what hear, make a good musician like Mike. Hear, if you want to hear artist's best work. Right. That's what make a good musician like Mike. If you a good musician like Mike, you can do goddamn music for 30, 40 fucking years. Yeah, so, if you want to hear their best work, go to their early stuff. That's how you know in real life they was all right rappers, but once they got off the streets, they really had nothing to rap about. And then, okay, let me just simplify it. Like for me, I only got one CD to, to like do some old gangster shit. Cause basically, I want you to know who the fuck I am, and then the next CD just who I became before the money. You know, cause I changed before I got a million dollars. You know, I ain't got a million yet, but it's coming. You know, I'm a Way past that. As soon as I get it, I'm a pew. But anyhow, what make the best musicians is a motherfucking um that's a dreamer and got a good um not good but um yeah a hell of imagination. Got a hell of imagination. So with that being said, when you get all your street shit, I mean, damn, tongue tied. When you get all your street shit out, you know, after that, hell, ain't nothing to rap about because you rich. You know, you don't supposed to be going back to the hood unless you got them building or, you know, doing something good. But you ain't supposed to be in the hood doing nothing negative with, with all that motherfucking money, I tell you that. But, yeah. So after my first CD, I'm just going with imagination. That shit might take me. They say a lot of them get out there, man, and they do their first CD oh. and they end up owing money because they don't got so much advance to them. Three sixty. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that shit got to I mean, well, I mean. See, a motherfucker was smart back then. A motherfucker was smart. Like this is what Jay Z and Biggie did. That's why they they always had money even on their first CD. Like back then, you know, the little money was different than now, you know. But anyhow, that's what they did. And they got the 360 deal too. But that's how smart they was to go past that motherfucking lump. When they got the all that advance and shit, they got pretty a little bit. Then they took half the money that they had left and told the bank, hey, give me a loan for such and such, such and such. Once you hit goddamn a certain amount of money and they know what kind of, you know, business that you is and how your money come in, hell, no, you ask them motherfuckers how much money you want and they don't give it to you because they know they're going to get it back. They know that. Yeah, basically, you tell them I got the money. So I'm going to say it one more time for the listeners. If you ever rent into a 360 deal because you don't, uh, I mean, not because you don't need it. Because you don't got too fucking hyperactive and you just want to hurry up and rap and get on fucking TV. Look here, listen. Take uh, most of that money. Get a fucking loan. Let that goddamn music sell a little bit. Pay half that money back with that CD. Next CD, get that shit together. And it's over. 
But by that time, your money gonna be no double or triple in the bank, depending on how, spe uh, how fast you're spending. See, you know. I wanna say this right here. I'm gonna tell y'all a little saying. That, I mean, not a saying, but a story I read. Mm -hmm. It was an uh, Indian dude that went to a bank in New York and told him he needed a loan for five thousand dollars. Mm. He was going back to India for for a month. Right. So. They looked at the man, they said, you got any kind of collateral? Right. You know, you're from India, you don't have to come back, you got to find money back. Mm -hmm. So, the man brought in a brand new Ferrari. Damn. To the bank? To the bank. But you can do that. He you can, bring, you can put up new. You can put up your house title. He only title. wanted. He only you can wanted. put up your car title, all yeah. that shit. Yeah. He only wanted $5,000. He but brought you just in a Ferrari. He just brought a brand new Ferrari. Paid for mm -hmm. to the bank, and, and when you do that, he get a five thousand dollar loan, and that was his collateral. Right. They said, okay, mm -hmm. they got the title, they ran it, they seen everything was clean, he ain't had no liens on it or nothing. Right. The man go to the bank manager, man. Look, we got an easy one right here. This man was letting us get this car for collateral. Mm -hmm. Everything clean on the title. Mm -hmm. Uh, for five thousand dollar loan, they said give it to him. They gave it to right. him. That man came back in 30 days. He paid that loan off with interest. The interest on that loan, after when he paid that shit off in 30 days, he yeah, because the longer you let it, um, I mean, the longer you don't pay it, the interest still building up. So the quicker in the days that you pay it, uh, the interest ain't gonna be that high, even if it's like when that look, man came back in 30 days to get that, he gave them five thousand thirty dollars. Thirty dollars was all the interest that shit accumulated while he was gone. And the man told him when he was giving him his car back, he said, you know what? I done some research on you mm. while you was gone. And I found out you didn't even need a loan from us for $5,000. You a multi-millionaire. Mm. He said, why did you take out a loan for such a small amount of $5,000? You know what the man told him? What's that? He said, where else can I park my car? and trust to be back in New York City while I go out of town for 30 days. Mm. No, well. He said, where else can he park his car? He got cars up there. For $30. <coughs> <coughs> and yeah, no, sure. it would still be in the same condition it was. Yeah, and it's pollen here. <coughs> That's the cigarette. Mm -hmm. and I can, I can taste like it. That's why I said pollen. I, that she hit my throat. I can taste it. That shit, that man, that man, the bank, that man was got that smart as hell. Mm-hmm. Like he said, he didn't need that damn money. Right. But, shit, they had his car, keep my car for 30 days, park it safely. I know y'all would do that shit, and only for $30. Okay, mm. let me take this damn loan out. They charge him $30 to park it there? No, they ain't charge him $30 to park it there. Mm. His interest... Because he gave them, they 5000 right back. Right. Hell, but he probably the interest didn't even need it. He was only $30. Just... He didn't need it. The interest was $30. So that's what he really had to come out of pocket and pay back on that loan. Okay, so how it interest is... work, though? It's like, like, how interest work? It's like, whatever percentage, the better your credit rating, the lower your interest is. Mm. You know, so like, you got like an eight-something credit So score. it do matter with the days. That's why I asked. What you mean? Like, how long it take for you to uh, pay the shit off? 
it do and it don't. So every day, okay, if it's one point three percent, let me see that. Every day, what is that? So they saying one point three or whatever number it is, the percent against the um, money that you had already got, right? Yeah. Okay, five thousand dollars. What is one point three percent or five point? I mean, or five thousand. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Google it real quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah we gonna see y'all. See, that's why y'all got to tune in. And when you tune in, you got to tell a friend. You got to tell your mama. You got to tell your sister. Shoot. Even sometimes it'd be good for your kids. But you'll see the children mark when I make the title, though. So just look for it. Because I do curse a little bit. So, you know. Hey, Jay, tell me this. Have you ever seen a... Um, no matter how old she was, younger old, a chick that had a cougar that looked like a fucking gator mouth dog. Six five dollars. You say, okay, one point three is six six five dollars. So that's sixty five dollars every day, right? Nah. Every month. Every Thursday. <laughs> so his shit was low. Oh, his goddamn shit was low because his credit was good. See, when you got A1 credit, it ain't nothing the bank ain't, can't do for you. And you can buy a whole fucking country and say that whole country is going to be a fucking carnival and you need $80 million at the bank. If you got A1 credit and you already got, let's say, I'm gonna tell you this right here. $10 million, I'm gonna tell you, you got this. it. I'm going to tell you this right here. People don't take advantage of having a bank account. And I say that, and it's because it's mostly black people. Mm -hmm. Having a bank account is more than just a place you can put your money in. You can get a card to pay this, that, and the other way. And it's more than that. If you do them right people by the sit bank. in them offices. They sit in them offices for a reason, for you to come in and inquire shit. Mm -hmm. They're not going to come out and find you and tell you. Or even if they see you the pamphlets, you'd be like, oh, well, as long as my account is positive, I'm not going to read this. It'd be all kind of offers and shit to be coming along with them. Like, I'm listening, sir. Like, it'd be all kind of offers coming along with that. Like, um, um, and be all kind of perks and benefits to come with it. Like, you right. know, you go to them, they can help you do future planning. Like, you can be like, okay, I'm settled in this job. I plan on being here. This is around what my salary should be. I want to be able to have this much money by the time I retire. How much do I need to put back? Shit like that, you can ask them. Right. What can I do to uh, work on my goddamn credit? I went to the bank and I got a loan, man, $1,500. I wanted to pay that $1,500 back in a month, man. Mm. They told me they said no. Because they trying to get the money. They can't tell you no. No, 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 no. Because basically, no, no matter anybody, See, this is what people don't know. Right, no. When you're doing business and you sign your name, and depending on how you uh, sign it, and I mean bold is all caps, because you can't sign your name like that when you conducting business, you know. Um, let me see. Uh, all caps, and then it's cursive. Um, cursive is um, mean your signature. 
That when you put your signature on something, that means that's the end. But at the first beginning, you put your name, regular capital letter first, then lowercase, blah, 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 or all caps. All caps is your business name. That's what people don't understand. Your name is your business. If you doing something concerning money and business, legal shit, all caps is your corporate business name. If people understood that when they go to the bank, they'll understand what they can do with the bank. Even though sometimes we don't like the banks. So. What else you were saying, uh, Trey? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to get that out. I can't write all that down. Stuff like that. That went to the bank. That man told me he told me he advised me. He was like, "Look, we don't do no loans payback in a month. Mm-hmm. We not your friend like that." What you mean? He said we don't do it in that term. They they terms they shortest term of payback is six months. Mm. So they only do it in six month increments. So you either pay it back and like and it go for, actually it go like you do six months and then a year. Two mm-hmm. years, however big your loan is, that you get approved for like that. Right. So, um, the man advised me. He said, man, no. He said, take this year, pay this back. Mm-hmm. Your payments will be cheaper. He said, your payments will be cheaper. And every six months, they check your credit. That means you got two credit check two credit check periods that your payback and stuff will be strong and that'll build your credit i done that shit that shit i done made my credit score jump after the first six uh months the second one i start i fucked up on the loan right and i lost my job and shit well, nothing i could do man mm. it was crazy because i was down to my last payment damn that's fucked up now when that shit like that happened in the last fucking payment, man. When God. that shit got recorded, Damn. that I done that late. That shit made my current score drop lower than it was when I first started with. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, I'm thinking about it. Not only just uh, what'd you say? No, I mean not what you say, but uh, Black Rob. And uh, rest in heaven, the DMX. You know. And that shit crazy, because he was just in the hospital saying, you know, his little thing about X and shit. So, I like that's crazy. But on the, um, the top of the screen of the little YouTube thing, that shit said, uh, Black Rob, bad condition. Black, basically, yeah, basically they were saying last words type shit, you know. Hey, y'all got to remember the tongue is a powerful thing. I don't go with nobody say Diddy ought to put the dude away nice, man. Diddy made a lot of money off Black Rob. Even if Black Rob wasn't mm. a millionaire or whatnot stuff, Diddy made millions off that man. Nah, they, it ain't even that. Most of them motherfuckers were always friends or knew somebody with somebody relative that already fucked with them, uh, with them motherfuckers and they just fuck up their money. Have you ever heard of Black Rob coming to Charlotte? Yeah. 
How many times he came to Charlotte? I don't know. That I don't know. See? Now, see, that's what motherfuckers um, be failing to realize. Because I don't know if Mike ever came to Charlotte either. But he used to let them do the whole world, you know. He wasn't missing that. But the rappers that um, don't tour all over the world, like China, Europe, and Africa and shit like that, and hey, you ain't really making no damn money. Cause shit, you still basically local. You ain't local in your state, but you local in the United States, you know. But local well, if you, like for me, even if I don't go to Europe or you know overseas and anything like that, long as I got them hit every state. I'll be cool with that. Perform in every state it is in the United States. And if I got, you know, I mean, not if I got, then I'm going to work on, after I do the states, I want to do every, every. I mean, yeah, little county type shit. Because, you know, it be, I ain't going to say poor people, but people that can't travel to go to the big coliseums and shit like that, you know, so. You know what we need to bring back to? You know that uh, old thing that I'ma say our mamas, you know, cause you got me. I'ma say this a couple, you know, motherfuckers ain't got to be too no. This a couple years. So our mamas used to go um, to this shit called Woodstock. We need to have this shit called Blackstock or Black Woodstock. It wasn't that, but a whole bunch of. Um, Singers and shit like that getting together, performing outside and large crowds. And you know, when you got the large crowds, you probably get the magic one. But hell, they used to do that shit for a couple of days. You see campers and tents and shit camped all out. My mama say one time she went to one when they had in the Charlotte, she fucked around and fell the fuck out. It was George Clinton, uh, a couple of rock and roll stars. Yeah. She said, yeah, there were about 15, 20 artists out there. That shit lasted for uh, for about a week, she said. And she was in, um, like, dead in the, I ain't gonna say the middle, but she was towards the front of the stage, but not in the very front, you know. And she still had a little crowd around her. She said, man, that crowd was so fucking tight and so many people out there. Man, she said she fell the fuck out. I'm talking about actually just blacked out, fell, blown. She ain't stopped breathing before she passed the fuck out. I said, man, that's a lot of damn people if you outside and can't breathe. Cause my mama do got asthma. Uh-oh. Hey, you know we got a, um, a motherfucking show that's about, what, an hour and 50 something minutes long? Something two hours long? I'm saying, though, hey, look, Willie, come on up here, cover these boys. Willie? You got any guns, drugs in this car? You got none of that? You got to have something in here. I smell something. Marijuana all the way down there. That's just how they do, too. No, you listen to me. You listen to me. Sometimes Sometimes don't be nothing but a motherfucking cigarette. I smell weed, man. Nah, yeah. bitch, I just smoked a goddamn cigarette. Yeah, you told him, he said, I'm, I'm black rob. He said, oh, you black rob? Well, I'm, I'm black cop. Get the fuck out the field. Damn. Make no damn sense. Now, you do run into the dark skin brothers. They act like assholes, too, now. Hell yeah. Now, it's good ones and it's bad ones. 
I appreciate the good ones, you know, but the bad ones, hey, y'all got to, hey, ain't no other way to say it. Y'all got to um, quit signing up for the force. Take that shit to the military, goddamn it, something. Don't come be no police officer, you want to get mad and shoot up motherfuckers. Rodney King motherfuckers. Oh, you you ain't never been around see when he got them popped the uh popped out, huh? Bro. See, I don't really want to say the name, and I don't want to say the other word. I'm just say see or CJ. Man, ain't nothing but some uh-huh. Uh-huh. You say, ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I say, you probably ain't even never been around him when he popped off, huh? Yeah, it'd be the same feeling as the, uh, the what's the name? Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, some people, they be so damn big, you know, and he ain't really big. He just tall as hell, so he kind of heavy from the bones. They really don't need favor. What you think about Gates, man? You think he can go ahead and do about, what, I'm gonna say, what, 25 years, 30 years? I mean, it's possible. You know? And I think about all the, uh, the artists from uh, way back when, you know? Ron Isley is the main one. That nigga did music for 80 fucking years, bro. No bullshit. 80 fucking years. When his first single come out, uh, Tay Dog? 50 Sale. And it's 2021, man. Ryan Isley ain't kicked the bucket on his head. He, got, he just came out with a song with Snoop. After this song, we got to listen to it. I mean, we let this run on out, you know, because these are my boys right here. Shout out to Mo3 Mama, too. I wish I could sit down and get her interview. I don't even want to talk about no Mo3. I just want to talk about how, what kind of advice can you give young parents, you know, raising kids that just want to do what the hell they want to do, you know? Because the mama's there, hey, Mo3 mama whoop ass. That's the video. Mm. Okay. Leon is going to hold it, too. And that's probably his damn house right there. He don't even live there. That's just the pool house. How old he look? Man, he ate it. Ain't no way. That man ate it. And I say that because uh, Gates, he don't just rap. That motherfucker sing his ass off too now. Shout out to Gates, goddammit. Gotta get his ass on here too.
out here looking at the damn flow so the damn light won't get in my head. Look at that. What's that? 79. First thing. Huh? You all on 79 what? 79 years old. Damn. That don't make no damn sense. Fit to sale for 2021. How many years is that, man? That's too many years for me to even count right now. No, 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 I'm lying, I'm lying. 59, 59, 59. That is 62 years. And, and I'm pretty sure he was singing before then because he, he probably got yeah. some underground yeah. shit. He was, yeah. he was a young teenager. Hmm. Let's see, um, let's ask Google, goddamn, how old was he um, on his first single in 57? How old was he? Because he probably was born in 1923, man. <laughs> oh shit, shout out to Ron, man. I got to get you on the podcast too, man. Yeah, you got to chop it up with me and Chay, dog. You got to. And I know you say goddamn call your road, dog, because you don't goddamn get your rig up. But hey, I don't got Chay, dog, stuck in my head. I can't even say that now. All that damn paper, she figured out every fucking night. Oh, and the type of music uh, Snoop do, because he don't really do no gangster music. It be real smooth party type shit, you know what I'm saying? Not even no deep shit, really. Smooth motherfucking uh, gangster shit or some smooth motherfucking party shit. But the whole thing, the whole thing, this is the crazy part about it. All of it be party music though. The younger crowd like the gangster shit to party with. The mid crowd, they don't mind the little smoothness, you know. The older crowd, they got to have that smoothness, you know. They came from the era when goddamn all the music was about goddamn getting a little pussy. Falling in love, being sad cause she done left you. Getting back though, Jody. All, all type of things. But more or less, the moral of the story, sex was involved. And they come to bring me to this. That's why we gotta uh, be on the, um, I don't give a fuck if we get on uh, YouTube. You know, I mean, not YouTube, but uh, what's that? Netflix. Or uh, Pluto or something. This here's another one for the steppers. And DJ that show gonna be motherfucking. <laughs> they listen to me, uh, thinking like a billionaire, Chavis. And this motherfucking show, it ain't gonna be the all in podcast, cause, oh, yeah, it can. Let me rephrase that. All in mean we all the fuck in. And we talking about everything, man. It's the beast, nigga. But Eddie King, before you say these, don't forget that shit. But anyway, damn, what was I saying, Taylor? What was I saying just now? In the first beginning, what I said? Said something. Think about me now. Damn. What was I saying? In the first beginning, you say who? I'm lost, my damn self. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm talking so damn much. Right I gotta go piss. Oh, shit. But 
dip right here. And Ron Ivan first hit. Mm -hmm. And he was how old? Nineteen. Yeah, you did say nineteen. My fault. Nineteen, two thousand. I mean, right. Nineteen fifty nine. All the way to. All the way to two thousand twenty one. Two thousand twenty one. Let me try to count that. I don't think you got to do. Get your paper out. 19. Okay, first single on the radio, making money, is 59, y'all. But 1971 is when he first started recording. Hold on, yeah. First started recording and all that shit underground, you know. But 59, that's when he made the money in the, you know, the radio waves. But anyway. That's what we gonna do. We gonna start with 1971. No, damn, I I, I said that backwards, y'all. 1971 was his um, is his underground years. No, 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 no. 1959 is underground, and 1971 is when he first got a single on the radio. So, 1959. I'm coming, y'all. Give me a minute. I only listen to the little track right here. 2021. That's attracted.
Damn near 71 years, y'all. I might be wrong because I use paper and I usually use the phone calculator, but I believe it's 71 years. What the fuck? 1959 tonight, I mean, to 2021. 1959, 2021, 71 fucking years. That's a great fucking career, though, damn it. That shit is great. Oh, shit. I did something wrong. 